supplier and negotiate this with the supplier after the first or second order to keep uh, a portion, the next order in stock, or maybe 50%, but it, it's there, it's in stock, ready to go. So as soon as that, uh, that triggers, Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and the Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about structured PPC optimization and goal setting. We're going to be talking about why is your ACOS so high? What about keyword ranking? And how much should you be spending on ads? Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, like I said, today we're going to be talking about structured PPC optimization and goal setting. Our founder is the founder of Ad Habit. His journey in e-commerce is deeply intertwined with this podcast, Lunch with Norm. He's been watching this as a dedicated listener since the first episode. His mission is to enable sellers uh, to not only grow and to launch products, but also to ensure their products achieve their full market potential through st strategic advertising and effective conversion techniques. So you've probably seen him talking in the comment section many times. We're talking about Andy Craig. So we'll get to Andy in a second, but first a word from our sponsor. Facing cash flow challenges with your e-commerce business? Discover Viably, your ultimate financial ally. From real-time sales data integrations to immediate funding access, Viably is here to support you. Plan your growth with their free tool for online sellers and engage with specialists whenever you need. Extend your cash flow with Viably. So with that all being said, uh, let's sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and welcome Andy. Hey, Norm. How's it going? Hey, Beardo. Hey, fellow good, Beardo. Yeah, good to see you. Uh, now, let's raise our, our cups. There we go. Because I don't go. have mine, but I see you have yours. That's uh, pure right. eggnog getting ready for the holidays. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're talking PPC today. And uh, look, I, I'm just kind of curious. How did you start going down this path? Well, I started as a seller, as you know, you know, listening to lunch with Norm, joining the Centurion group with you and Tim uh, Jordan, <clears throat> and then started selling products. You know, my first product did pretty well. You know, I started that inside the Centurion group with you guys. My second product didn't do well. Third product did all right, you know, hit and miss. Uh, and then I just been growing over time. In the process of that, I really fell in love with the PPC side of things. And that was like my bread and butter. I love doing that. And then I would hire VAs to help with a lot of the other the other processes of running an Amazon business. And over time, I started freelancing as a PPC advertiser, you know, started helping out some friends, started getting clients. And then I, there was more demand than I had time for as a single person. So I started my agency, Ad Habit, and, you know, that's all she wrote. I focus the majority of my time on Ad Habit, and I still have some products as well, but I tend, I like the PPC side of things a lot better. Now, it's interesting that you went into a PPC market and the reason why is it's so bloody competitive. Mm -hmm. So how are you finding that, that competitive side? How are you competing against all the other PPC uh, companies? 
You know, I'm I'm still pretty small. Um, I don't really pay too much attention as the competitiveness. I want to work people that work with people that want to work with me. So, you know, I don't have any any fancy solutions. We have hands-on advertising with experts in PPC, and it, <clears throat> I tend to want to work with people for the long haul. As far as the competitiveness is concerned, I haven't really seen a lot of it. I haven't seen people leaving to go to other agencies or anything like that. So, well, that's good. Now, I guess the trick because I've seen this with other agencies as they, they've grown, is that you have a really great person on PPC. And then as they grow, oh, they might hire another one. But as you hire two or three other people, all of a sudden you're shaking the dice. You don't know if the quality of that person is going to reflect you or they could be garbage. How are you or what are you doing to put in um, those types of um uh, guidelines. Yeah, I would really say, you know, hiring quality people is a difficult part of it. And just making sure I have one really good qualifications with the people, really good interviewing and multi, I, I go through multiple interviews when I'm hiring people, uh, do pretty extensive testing. And then once they get in there, get in, I have a full course that's internal of the employees that go through to make sure they're adapting the ad habit way and doing things the way we do it instead of using previous bad habits that they've you know got from other agencies or any other way they learned right okay so do you want to start with you i know you have a presentation do you want to start with your presentation or you yeah, that's want fine. Me to hit you up with questions okay let's start up with the presentation so basically what i did here guys is i just made a quick presentation on what we do internally, the tasks that you should be setting up inside your organization, whether you do PPC or whether you have your own brand. And these are just basic daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly tasks that we do to help us have more structured advertising. So you always know what you need to do throughout the week, what tasks need to be accomplished. And I'll just work my way through it. Okay. And just remember, Andy, to describe it because uh, a lot of people are going to be hearing this on a podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very true. I've always watched on YouTube, so I completely forgot about that part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's go through. So basically, the first step that you want to start off with is goal setting. Goal setting is one of the most important things, and that's the first thing we do when new clients come into Ad Habit. So what we do is we do an account audit. We take what they've currently done and just start to build on top of it. But we want to set goals, so we're always striving towards something. Usually, the goals that we set up are based on ad spend, tacos, ACOS, and total sales mostly. And that's what we focus on. But there's tons of other KPIs that you could focus on to grow. You could have conversion rate goals, um, profit goals. You want to keep uh, your cost per acquisition under a certain amount. But that's the first thing we do. We take what they currently do, set a goal a little bit higher. Once we hit the goals, we set new goals and just keep improving over time. And the foundation of this is tracking your goals. If you're not tracking the goals, it's hard to kind of set them and strive towards them. So make sure you have good goals and proper goal tracking. And you can do it that on a spreadsheet or you could do it with different softwares as well. And one note, one kind of warning with this is these are based on, you know, accounts that have been running for a while, usually a little bit bigger ad accounts. Uh, PPC launch can require fewer tasks. You might not need to get as deep in the weeds. Um, so take this with a grain of salt and structure these tasks that fits best with your brand and your products. <clears throat> so the importance of regular PPC management is the first slide that we got here for those listening. Um, why regular PPC tasks matter? 
one of the first things is it helps to maximize your ad efficiency. You know, get the get the A cost where you want it to be. Uh, it helps to eliminate the wasted ad spend. And that's part of our task or going through and cutting out that wasted ad spend to allow you know things to be more efficient. And it helps to capitalize on your best performing targets so you can start to scale those up, increase your orders, increase organic ranking and all that. Uh, and then the impact of consistent optimization and ad performance. This helps to give you a better ACOS, a better TACOS and a better conversion rate. As so, you're pushing- Andy, can, yeah. can I interrupt here? Just in case uh, there's new listeners, Mm -hmm. uh, the difference between ACoS and TACOS. Oh, yeah, yeah. So ACoS stands for your advertising cost of sale, and it is a ratio of your ad spend divided by your total sales. For those of you that are familiar with return on ad spend or ROAS, it's just the inverse metric. And then TACOS is your total advertising cost of sale. Norm, you probably see it right there on the wall behind me. I see it. Yeah. And that is the ratio of your ad spend versus your total sales, which actually measures your total account performance. So unlike you know someone that's advertising on Facebook, they might be more interested in ROAS. On Amazon, as a lot of you may know, as you get a lot more sales with your ads, you rank organically. So those organic sales aren't going to show up in your ACoS. So it is much more important to pay attention to that tacos metric. And do you have a formula that uh, listeners can use to get the tacos? Yeah, it's just your ad spend divided by your total sales. Your ad spend you can get inside your campaign manager, and then your total sales you can get from your business reports. Perfect. Okay. And then that also helps with better ranking, which leads to higher sales. You know, as you get a better ACoS, as you increase your orders through PPC, that sales velocity will transfer over to the organic side and increase your orders there which in turn kind of a cycle gives you a better tacos. And the benefits of staying on top of PPC trends and changes, it helps you to be aware of ad changes. So like following the Lunch with Norm newsletter, uh, where they're always putting out tons of information on new changes with, with Amazon. You know, Amazon will change existing match types. Like they'll change how exact match works. They'll change how broad match works, sponsored brand broad match. So it's very important to follow people like Norm who are going to let you know what those changes are. And then it helps you to, to be first on. To, it helps you to be first in the know of new ad types. So, like I, I know Norm, you remember when sponsored brand video first came out, the mm-hmm. conversion rates were crazy high and the cost per clicks were pretty low. So it was like one of the best A costs on the market. Now it's a lot more competitive, but for those that jumped in early, we're able to take advantage of that. All right, jumping over. So part of the PPC task cycles that we set up internally in Ad Habit. Are we have daily task, twice per week task, uh, weekly task, biweekly, monthly, and quarterly. And this helps us to know, like, you know, helps us to keep things structured and know when to do things. So the first thing we're going to go over are the daily tasks. Now, these are things that we check in. The first thing we do is get, we get inside each brand we're working with and we do these checks. So the first check that we do is we go into the inventory we make sure all the listings are in stock that need to be in stock and they're active and viable. And if they're not, we let our, our clients know like, Hey, looks like this one has gotten taken down for some reason. If we know why we let them know why, if they're a full management client, we get in there and fix it for them. Uh, we do, if you're using any automation software, um, it is important to check the change logs there. And what the change logs would be is they'll let you know what changes they made inside your bids, inside your campaigns. Uh, because they're not always going to be perfect. So if you are using the automation software, 
make sure you're checking those daily so there's now no huge errors that they made. Uh, we check yesterday's performance and we make tweaks if necessary. So we we do daily checks for all of our clients to make sure there's no there's no anomalies that happen, right? If yesterday's sales went bad, if if for some reason we lost the ability to advertise, those daily checks will catch those pretty quickly. Uh, and then we make sure our top campaigns are still getting impressions. As most of you that are already sellers know, there's a handful of campaigns and a handful of keywords that are driving 80% of all of your, your ad revenue. So you want to make sure that those are always running at all times. So we do daily checks on those. And, and then one other, go ahead. And you do all of these daily checks for mm -hmm. every client, whether they're small, medium, or large, right? It depends. We have some some other clients that can't afford our normal our normal ad management. So we do have smaller clients that are, you know, we don't pay. Nah, we pay attention to them, but we have less tasks to fit their price range. But so. I guess I, I said that wrong uh, for sellers. If they're not going out to a service, but these are things that they should be checking. Yeah, if I, if I am just starting and if I'm a, or if I'm an established seller, I would check a lot of these things on a daily basis. Um, just to you know, make sure everything's running smoothly. But you know, measure it with your time. If if you only have so much revenue coming into your Amazon account, you might not have to do these things as much. So set these tasks according to kind of what you think is the best fit. Like maybe make them every two days or every three days instead of daily for some of this stuff. Okay. Uh, and then we go ahead and increase bids on targets with zero impressions. Uh, as you guys may know, there's tons of targets sitting in your account that have very little impressions. So we every day we go in and we increase the cost, we increase the bids on those, and hopefully eventually they get they get impressions, and then we set up a max bid to where once we hit a max bid, if we're still not getting traction, we'll go ahead and pause and relaunch those targets, uh, and then we check on account health and all those issues on a daily basis as well. All right, and then there's other tasks we do throughout the week. We have twice per week tasks that are also you know done throughout the week. Uh, we have our Amazon ad council check. So we just basically go into the targeting tab and, and keep an eye on things, especially those top 80% of targets, make sure we don't need to do any certain tweaks. And these are out, outside of our regular optimization days, right? We have days where we do full optimizations, but these are just simple checks. Uh, and for larger accounts, it is a lot easier to use bulk sheets on Amazon, which are just, you know, downloading Amazon's data into spreadsheets or using software to help, you know, manage all the data that you have inside of there. And then we also do check, we check our search term reports for new targets to launch and we add negations. When you're checking for those new targets to launch, those are targets that came from your customer search terms and your auto, your broad, your phrase, your category targeting campaigns that you've made sales on that you could potentially launch into new campaigns. And then going through the search term report to add those negations where you've spent a lot of money, you've got a lot of clicks on targets that aren't performing well, you want to add negative keywords so your auto, your broad, your, your phrase campaigns are a lot more efficient and stop that wasted ad spend. And we pause targets with high ad spend and no sales. Mostly this is more on the exact ones, but we'll do it on broad and phrase uh, if we don't find those negations that need to be added. So you want to make sure that you're not just paying attention to ACOS. You're also looking where there's no ACOS because that'll sneak up on people where they have a lot of spend and no sales at all. And then we'll go through and pause low-performing targets with low click-through rate, no sales. This is especially with bigger accounts that they want to be real efficient. Um, you know, there might be a lot of keywords that are driving tons of sales, but some that are driving very little, breaking even, maybe losing a little bit of money, very low click-through rate. 
we'll go through and eliminate a lot of those as well. Uh, and we'll review the out-of-budget campaign. So we'll do twice checkly. We'll go to that budgets tab in your campaign manager. You'll see that on the left side. And Amazon will tell you if you're running out of budget on certain campaigns. So if it's a good performing campaign with a good ACoS, we suggest to make sure those run 24 hours a day. Unless you're doing day partying, which, you know, can, can change that up a little bit. Uh, we check for campaign sales anomaly. Now, this is a little bit more advanced. We go into the sponsored products advertised product report. And you can either download it summary or daily. We download it on a daily and we run it in a pivot table with Excel or Google Sheets. So we could check on that daily performance and compare the campaign performance daily with last seven days and last 30 days to make sure that there's nothing out of the out of the ordinary and the campaign performance change in any big way. So if you're listening, I, I think like a lot of the times uh, we're just chatting back and forth. But mm -hmm. these slides um, really give a great overview of what you need to do daily, twice a week, monthly. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, make sure you take a screenshot so you have it as a uh, uh, just a reference. But uh, yeah, th th this is great. Um, I think it's going to really help out anybody who's just learning uh, PPC or wondering, you know, and we get we do get this question, like, what do you do? Uh, mm -hmm. This is leading them down that path. So this is great. So if you're listening and you, if you're not listening, uh, yeah, that's later on in the future, you'll be able to do that. But uh, right now, in the uh, 2023, take a screenshot and uh, you can use that as a reference. Thanks. Oh, will the slides be available? Uh, yeah, I can, I can share them, that's fine. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah I could send them to Kelsey and he'll uh, distribute or put them in the Lunch with Norm WhatsApp group. I could put them in there as well. Perfect. Awesome, next slide. So these are our weekly tasks. These are done once per week. Um, you know, we also do a full manual optimization using the targeting tab on Amazon. And it's such a resource for people. Uh, we go through, we go into the targeting tab on Amazon, which is going to break down all the way to all your keywords and product targeting. And you could, you could actually save filters. I just put out a YouTube video. So for those that do go over there, um, you could actually go in and save filters now, which is what my team does now. So we can quickly go in and do a full optimization, um, of all of our different filtered areas. And we do that either on like Monday, Tuesday, usually uh, depends on the brand because we manage multiple different brands. Some we do on Monday, some we do on Tuesday. And then we do full optimization using bulk sheets. And we do that on our bids, budgets and placements. And we do that usually Thursday or Friday. Um, yep, yeah, I've seen that norm. Um, and then we go through when doing the full bulk sheet optimization, we analyze the targets that are driving 80% of the sales uh, with the sponsored product targeting report daily. Now, this is just like the other one I mentioned, but the other one is focusing on campaigns. So where this report is focusing on targets, but it will require you to like run a pivot table. Um, a good tool is my friend Brett, who you've had on the podcast at BXL. Really good tool if you want to use bulk sheets. Um, and this will help you to see daily changes. You could look at impressions, clicks, cost per click, sales, ACOS, on each individual one of your targets on a daily basis. So to give you an overall kind of trend of what's happening with each one of your targets. And then we also launch campaigns on a weekly basis. We go through the search term report, search query performance report. We go through uh, other areas in brand analytics, helium 10 data. We go through data dive as well, which is grabbing from Jungle Scout. Um, and we do campaign launches just based on relevant new targets or areas like from the search term report that we want to launch new targets on. 
Uh, we check all on all of our ranking campaigns at least once a week, checking on the campaign performance, uh, checking on our market share using search query performance and other areas in brand analytics. And we make tweaks if necessary and make sure we are within our goals. The, you know, continue is continuously strive for ranking, get to the top of the page. And a couple of the areas you really want to focus on with these ranking campaigns, make sure you're getting good top of search impression share, making sure your conversion rate is staying where it needs to be because conversion rate and sales velocity is a big part of these ranking campaigns. And then we have a weekly performance report for all of our clients with an inventory uh, check as well to make sure we give recommendations for restocking, especially for those of you that don't know, in April, there will be low inventory fees for established sellers that have been around, I think, for a year or more. So you need to have, at any time, you need to be over 28 days worth of stock or Amazon will add a low inventory fee on top of your fulfillment fee. Jump into the next one. Now, these are a monthly task. Um, and you, if you're a new seller, you might need to do these a little bit more frequently um, just because you know, you're just launching. There's a lot more tasks that you need to do as far as continuously launching new campaigns, cutting back wasted ad spend. But we do have a full funnel campaign launch to where we'll measure you know, what else needs to be launched, right? If something's working good in exact match, should we launch it into broader phrase? If it's working good in sponsored products, should we launch it into sponsored brand or sponsored display? So we check on all these. We look across the board on each one of our targets, our, our keywords, our ASINs, our categories. Um, and we'll see if things need to be launched in other match types to help to you know, have that full funnel approach to grow the revenue on new targets. Uh, and then pausing all SKUs and multi-SKU campaigns. What this means is if you have a campaign that has multiple ads in it, multiple products, uh, what we usually do at Ad Habit is we keep one parent listing per campaign, but there might be a certain variation that's performing the best. So sometimes we'll go through and we'll pause the other SKUs and make sure all the ad spend is going towards our best performing variation either by the click-through rate or the conversion rate. And then we'll go through and pause and relaunch targets in multi-target campaigns with a high bid, no sales, and low impressions. So if we're going through our campaigns and there's certain search terms you'll see in there that are not doing anything, they're, they're getting zero impressions, barely getting any clicks, um, or very little impressions and no sales, we'll go through and, you know, if they've been around for a while, if they have a decent bid, we'll go ahead and pause those and relaunch them into new campaigns. This helps to make sure that we're showing up on all the relevant targets that we want to on Amazon. And then, excuse me. And then we have deduping all targets. What this just means is deduplicating multi, um, I guess, multi keywords that have have been that are the same, right? If I have a garlic press and exact match and another keyword of garlic press and exact match in another campaign, it'll separate the data into two. So we suggest to keep one match type and one ad type for each one of your targets. All right, and then we have negative phrase match using n-gram analysis. Now, what this means is we're going to go through and we're going to look at all of our search term report and look at the keywords that are showing up multiple times in multiple search terms. So if the word garlic is showing up all over the place and overall it's adding up to tons of wasted ad spend, we might launch garlic into a let's say a negative phrase match. Let's see, let's say I sell beet powder and I keep showing up for garlic powder. If we had garlic as a negative phrase match, that'll cut out tons of wasted ad spend and no longer show up our ads for garlic powder. So that's an important thing. And then it'll also show us where the same two words are showing up in search terms, adding a tons of waste or three words. We just go one, two, and three words. 
So it's a little bit more advanced. I think Elizabeth Green and Michael Fasheen from Ad Badger. Elizabeth is from Jungler. They put out a really good YouTube video on n-gram analysis you guys could look up. And they provide a sheet that you could use as well. And then we have our monthly report and our strategy meeting with our clients, updating all KPIs and setting the next month's strategy so we can update all of our goals and always be striving towards something, like I said at the beginning. Um, and, you know, over time, as a lot of you may know, things kind of get mundane, right? We just optimize, optimize, report, optimize, report. But we want to make sure we're always revisiting the goals, revisiting last month's strategy, to update it, and continuously improve over time. All right. Okay, then we have, so before we get to the, the next yeah. one, we're at the bottom of the hour. And uh, for anybody who's listening for the first time, uh, we always, at the top of the hour, we have a giveaway. And this is called the uh, Wheel of Kelsey. To enter it, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. I've already seen a couple of people that have entered. Um, but we, we give away a prize. So it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people. You'll get a second entry. And Andy, uh, what do we have for the prize today? We have a free consulting call for an hour with me. I'll just help you go through your account, go over any PPC or any area on Amazon that you're struggling with, give my best recommendations. And that's for the Wheel of Kelsey. Also, I'll offer a free advertising audit to anyone else that is interested, where I'll go through your account, send you an entire video update, um, and go over all your data and give you my recommendations on what I would do if you were a client with AdHead. So that's a holiday bonus. From Santa himself. All right. Very good. <laughs> Okay, so Kelsey, let's have um, a word from our sponsor and then we'll be right back. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today. And now let's get back to the show. All right. Let's get back to the slides. Don't worry, guys. These slides are almost done. Then we can get into some questions. So the quarterly tasks, like they said, they're a little bit spread out. So if you have a smaller account, you might want to do them more frequently, depend on, you know, exactly what you're looking for. So these are updating full keyword research. So all the products that we're managing uh, actively we want to do full keyword research updates to get on any new trends, any new keywords that show up for each product. Um, and then we check our year-over-year -year trends to plan for our quarterly throughout the year. So obviously, there's certain products that are seasonal. There's certain times, like right now in Q4, well, it's pretty much slowing down a little bit now. But in Q4, obviously, a lot of areas on Amazon spike way up, right? So we want to prepare for that, not only with stock, but also with our goals and ad spend. We want to decide, based on last year, where do we want to push things based on last year's search volume trends? How much do we think we need to increase ad spend in, in our bids? And then we have our sales forecasting and inventory planning as well to make sure we're, you know, like I said a second ago, make sure we have enough stock for our sales that we uh, predict in the future. And then we have our full listing optimization checks to make sure we're checking on all SEO with our new keyword research, checking on indexing for all those search terms that aren't getting an impression, and we're checking to make sure our creatives are where we want them to be. And then the last thing is making sure that we're planning our split tests. I think it's super important to split test your Amazon listings, whether it be price, your creatives, your title. Main image is one of my favorite things to split test. So 
So I think quarterly coming up with a plan for those split tests is a really good idea. All right, jumping over here. Um, and then basically I'm just going over quickly um, the importance, the impact of task free frequency on your different Amazon accounts. So take this with a grain of salt, you know, take all these tasks and decide when it makes sense for your brand to do them. Um, so tailor them to the, your account size, the number of parent or child ASINs, uh, because it will be a little bit different. And then different frequencies affect small, medium, and large accounts. And Simon already asked a question on, you know, how much time should you spend on PPC? So a lot of these tasks do, you know, you do need to measure with, you know, the amount of revenue that you're bringing in in your account, the amount of profit, right? How much is this time worth to you? And you need to measure the importance of each one of these tasks and how they are to your brand to kind of set that time that you should take every single day or every week. Some of them make a lot more impact than others, like optimization of your targets, launching campaigns. Those are some of the most important ones. And then coming up with those goals and organic rank uh, campaigns. So then I, I'm talking a little bit here about utilizing tools for enhanced PPC management. Uh, there's tons of different API softwares that you could do that you could use that are going to save you a ton of time downloading all these fancy reports. You're looking at these keyword trends, uh, but it is going to require additional money to where if you have more time than money, learn the reports, learn the bulk sheets. But if you have less time than you do money, go ahead and get one of these nice fancy softwares that handles a lot of it for you. Now, there's a lot of these different automation tools nowadays that can be really good. I've done over 700 Amazon audits on accounts. And I see the best performance where either a PPC specialist is managing the account or a combination of using nice automation software with someone that has PPC knowledge to help to manage those. There's that old phone. Yep. And getting familiar with bulk optimization is best for beginners with small budgets. If you're just getting started, I highly suggest learn bulk files. I have tons of videos on my YouTube channel. If you want any other videos, ask me and I'll make one. Um, and it was a game changer for me when I first got started. I was always super confused on you know what to do and bulk sheets kind of made it a lot simpler for me. So can you name a couple of these uh, tools that, that would be worth uh, downloading and utilizing if you had yeah. a couple extra bucks? Yeah, there's there's a lot of tools I've used. I mean, I've heard, I haven't used PackView, but I've heard a, a ton of good stuff about PackView, Perpetua. Uh, Scale Insights is a really good tool. Um, those are more for PPC. And then mm -hmm. on the full account side, there's like KPOC, which I've used. I like a lot. Um, and let's see, FBXL for bulk sheets. If you want to do bulk sheets, FBXL is super economical and is it's just like a game changer. Um, those are just some off the top of my head. If I've, okay. If you're watching and you own a tool and I missed it, sorry about that. <laughs> Getting familiar with bulk optimization. I talked about that. Game changer for me. And then we're almost done here. Uh, conclusion, make sure you're setting your goals, you're scheduling, you're reporting. So you're always measuring against those goals and you're, you know, setting up meetings with whoever is managing your account. So you're, you're getting feed, you're giving them your feedback. They're giving you, so you're always on the same page, um, using data and budget backed approach to task setting, leverage, leveraging a lot of those advanced tools for a data driven decision-making, unless you are a spreadsheet wizard or use something like FBXL. Okay. If you're a seller uh, under a year, okay? And a lot of us are sellers under a year. Uh, if you're going to be talking to a PPC uh, management company, what are some questions you gotta ask? Because there's so many out there, we don't know if they're good, bad, or ugly. Um, 
any like four or five questions that we should be asking? I would say if if you're hiring a PPC manager company, ask them for some testimonials or ask them for some sort of recommendations. Go to their website, see what other brands they've worked with in the past. That's a really good way. Have them give you an account audit, right? You're going to be able to tell how much information they know versus you and where they could actually find areas in your account. And if they can give you this account audit, that's them actually investing time before signing up with you. And I think the best, in my experience, the clients that do the best don't just rely completely on the PPC managers. They get in there, they ask the questions, they're they're doing things on, on their side, asking what they could do to seek improvements. Because if I'm just doing PPC, right, there's all these split testing, there's all these image changes, there's these other areas of Amazon sending outside traffic. I think becoming more partners with the agency and working together, setting these meetings, booking these reports um, are really good ways moving forward for the most successful clients that I've seen. All right, Norm uh, was frozen a little bit, so he's out for the time being, um, but I'm sure he'll be back, hopefully. Um, but <laughs> exactly. So uh, just a few things I want to go over. Um, first off, Hypology is saying this is PPC Gold. Uh, it seems like everyone loves the IND. Um, and I want to remind everyone there is a free PPC audit uh, from Andy that you can check out. Um, it's in the comment section, so check that out. And also your YouTube channel too, which is Andy Craig. Uh, and I dropped that link as well, so check those out. Uh, we do have a couple of questions uh, if you want to go over there. Um, so the first one uh, from Simon, if you have a bunch of old ASINs that sit uh, top of the page and loads of reviews and tick over at a consistent rate and have a good tacos of 10 to 15%. Can you increase sales? It really depends on, you know, the search volume, like people looking for, like if you're already ranking at the top of all your keywords, right? There's, there's not a ton more ways to increase sales, right? If you're, if you're ranking at the top of all these keywords and you're hitting, you're kind of maximizing the sales of your niche. If you start to look at a lot of your competitors and you're already doing way better than them, you could only get broader, which then is usually going to have a less conversion rate, but it will increase sales. So if you're on page two for a ton of broader keywords, but you could even get to the bottom of page one, middle of page one, that could help to get a lot more sales, usually a lower conversion rate. But if you can organically rank, that'll help a ton. And then what I see a lot of people do is start to send outside traffic, use TikTok, use Facebook, use all these different areas. They'll send it to their website even but people will still come to Amazon and that over, overflow traffic will help overall ranking on Amazon to drive because Amazon has such a high conversion rate. What I notice is, you know, even though people are sending traffic to their website, people will come to Amazon and convert better than they would on their website. I notice that a lot. So hopefully that answers your question, Simon. Um, let me read it one more time. A bunch of old ASINs that sit on the top of the page, loads of reviews. Yeah. If, if there's not as many people looking for them and you're already ranking at the top, there's not too much you can do. Okay, great. Uh, next one. How long should it take to see improvements in sales and tacos? It depends on so many factors. Um, kind of like I went back to the goal setting. When we first do the audit on the accounts, we, we look at all the metrics, right? And, and we'll compare it with things like brand metrics inside your campaign manager to look at like your category conversion rate. If you're converting less than a lot of your competitors, then it's going to be hard to rank, right? Conversion rate has so much to do with organic rank. So if you're not converting as well, it's going to be hard to get to the top of the page. 
to get those organic sales, which is what helps to drive that tacos down. I mean, one way to drive tacos down right away is to decrease ad spend, which is going to have an effect on your total sales. So it's like kind of a catch 22. But if your conversion rate is lower than your competitors, that's the next thing you got to work on. All right, awesome. And it looks like the beard guy is back. Woo-hoo. I, I love hey. 1,200 baud modems. <laughs> All right, I don't know what you guys were talking about, but uh, where are we? We're talking okay. with Simon here. Yep, and uh, Simon says it does answer 100% uh, users outline keywords and outside traffic. And we've got one last uh, question. Uh, inventory planning is a dark art. Do you have any top tips on best practices, i.e. one month of stock in FBA, one month in transit, one month in production? Do you have any top tips? One month of stock, one month in transit. Well, what I'm suggesting most of my clients to do is to keep at least 60 days in stock now, especially with that low inventory fee. And obviously, you got to kind of play that game so you're not hitting storage fees. Obviously, you're going to get storage fees. So you got to play the game between the storage, the age inventory, and then the low stock now. So it's definitely a new thing that I'm implementing because we we kind of just started taking on full management clients. So we're developing like a whole system. But you have the time it takes for you to actually put in the order, the time it takes for them to make it, which is the lead time, the time it takes also the lead time with the shipping, and then the time it takes Amazon to check in. So you have that whole time there. And then you, you also, I would add in a little bit of safety stock on top of that just in case there's issues and there's always issues and then add all that together plus how much stock you want to keep in. And then you ought to also look at your, you know, your daily velocity. So it's a little bit of a complicated kind of formula and I'd have to like, look at what my team has developed for that. I suck at inventory. I hate it, but the people I hire are pretty good at it. Yeah. I, I've used this sort of uh, inventory strategy for years now. It's always helped me out, but the way that uh, Amazon has set this up, it's, to make you fail like they want their fees so if you're a little bit over or long term they get it if you're not quite there they get it so uh yeah there's i, I don't know what else they're going to do i was uh actually pretty ticked when i saw that they were doing what they were doing now so uh we'll see how that plays out but one of the things that i do and a lot of the people that i see in the comments have heard me uh have heard, probably heard me talk about this inventory strategy so I always work with a 3PL. 3PL, we set up um, a trigger point within uh, uh, your your seller central, and once that's triggered, the fun, uh, the funds the uh, inventory goes over to Amazon. So with this whole 60 day thing, it's fairly easy to do. Uh, but here's the trick: I go back over to my supplier. I try to get the supplier negotiate this with the supplier after the first or second order to keep uh, a portion, the next order in stock, or maybe 50%, but it, it's there, it's in stock, ready to go. So as soon as that uh, that triggers, uh, the, the 3PL sends over uh, whatever you need over to uh, Amazon. The order gets sent over to the supplier to get the other uh, either on the ocean or Russian uh, by air cargo. And then they put through the next order uh, which ends up in the warehouse. So I've done that for, for years and it's really solved a lot of my uh, inventory problems. Yeah, that's definitely really good. I always forget about that strategy of keeping extra stock in you know your warehouse or in China or wherever it is. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, any other questions? Nope, I think that's uh, it for questions from us. So uh, okay. I think we have your uh, little ad read and... Uh, All right, so that crashed when my computer crashed. So just give me a sec here and it'll be seller basics. I can, oh no. It wants me to verify. Uh, so just a sec, guys, as I, this is why I love live. It's coming. It's coming. All right. And yes, Simon. Um, and by the way, Simon, that's a rotary phone I use. Uh, okay, here we go. Somewhere here. All right, here we go. Okay, seller basics. You got to be kidding. It just closed. Nope. Here it is. All right. Love, love, love this fetal position. Here I come after this podcast. Seller basics. Hey, Amazon sellers ever faced with account suspensions, ASIN hiccups, or IP headaches? Introducing seller basics, your Amazon accounts guardian, which is $99 per month. Seller basics offers a dedicated team to shield your business with these challenges. Plus, this membership offers free legal consultations from seasoned e-commerce attorneys, no long-term fee contracts, and you can cancel in just a month's notice. You can view Seller Basics as your Amazon account's health plan, and if you want to check them out, just go to sellerbasics.com. Note, now here's the disclaimer, Seller Basics is not an insurer or law firm. Consultations come from independent firms. Results may vary and membership is needed before events leading to claims and terms apply. And I have to say that just a week ago, just before I went down to Austin, uh, somebody called me. They had a, actually, I think it was in the uh, group as well, but they had a major problem happen and they were going to lose sales. I know what the, the bill would probably be around $2,500 or more. And with Seller Basics, they would have taken care of this for you um, for $99 a month. But you can't ask them to do something after it's already occurred. So I cannot tell you um, how much I highly recommend every Amazon seller use a service like this. And uh, Paul Raffleson over there is an awesome attorney. So check that out. I think that's it. Anytime, Kels. There we go. All right. So, uh, Andy, how do people get a hold of you um, before we go to the wheel? Oh, you're on uh, mute, looks like. They can go to my website, which is ad-habit.com, which I'm sure you're going to put below. Um, to get the free audits, adhabit-audit.com. They can go to my YouTube video, youtube.com forward slash at andy craig and then all the socials is at the Andy Craig. Just no dashes. I think it should be at the Andy. I, you know, I was messing around with it a lot. I wanted to get the same handle on all these websites, but Andy Craig is pretty common. Yeah. And there's, there's too many out there. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So with everything being done, uh, a little glitchy today, but uh, let's get over to the Wheel of Kelsey. It's 
this is glitchy now. All right. So just perfection today. And Kelsey, you're on silence. And he's still on mute. And I'm going to read his lips. He's saying, all right, get ready, everybody. Whoever wins, uh, reach out to Kelsey at k at lunchwithnorm.com. It's k at lunchwithnorm.com. And uh, legendary, legendary wins. So there you go, legendary. You get a free consult with Andy, and uh, that's going to be, that's awesome. So you'll be able to tap in just like what you're hearing today. Uh, Andy's got a ton of knowledge and he's going to share that with you. And then for everybody, um, if you want a little bonus present over the holidays is a free audit and Andy will come back with a report to show you whatever it is. It was going good, bad or ugly with your account. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Lunch with the lunch with the lunch with the